What I proposed and was passed was that we invite the top three candidates to come back to an, a publicly noticed meeting where each of them would have to be uh, separated and taken up one at a time so that no one has an advantage. We are uh, hearing about the process advancing to replace outgoing Miami-Dade school superintendent. And, uh, okay, yeah, sorry, there's that a little... Um, so, yeah, the the uh, hunt for the next Miami-Dade school superintendent uh, continues, and we are, are hearing about the process having kind of taken that next step in a narrowing of the candidate process, and that is something that uh, we will obviously be actively monitoring. And, in fact, coming up at 1150, speaking of education, today's Q&A of the day, it's uh, a look inside the FEA. What motivates Florida's public school teachers? We're going to take a look at the influence with the union and how that even, in fact, impacts what's going on with the search for a new superintendent as well. Now, speaking of education, we'll take a look at higher education here and how we're doing as taxpayers generally and delivering higher education, we know that Ford has been on the rise in recent years in some categories even, uh, and in some studies, where we're being shown as having received a lot of value, maybe the best in the country. There is another look that is uh, is now being made available through the American Council of Trustees and Alumni. And here to, uh, to tell us about this and uh, so what goes on in Florida, we have... Armand Alec Bay, Vice President and Trustee of Government Affairs at the American Council of Trustees and Alumni. Thank you for taking the time with us. Yeah, and uh, you know, we, when you take a look at this new tool you put together, I have I've checked it out. It's really in depth. It's robust. The the various different categories. What ultimately have you uh, aimed at, at putting together here, and what is it that you hope that we learn from your research? Right. So, so the U.S. spends on higher education nearly twice the average of any developed nation, but we lag behind many countries on a number of educational indicators. Uh, more importantly, we have a student loan debt crisis in this country of about $1.7 trillion, and that didn't happen overnight. Right. So what, we, what we've done here on our website, goacta.org, is that we ranked every state's public higher education system in 10 metrics of cost effectiveness and academic quality. So we're looking at things like, are we spending money efficiently? Um, are we uh, affordable? Are we top-heavy with our administration? Um, what are we getting for what we're spending? Are students graduating? What are they learning? Are they able to engage in a broad range of topics uh, and ideas? So this data comes from the U.S. Department of Education primarily, but a lot of other sources that we've, that we've compiled, including institutions themselves. When I uh, take a look through the, the various different categories, it, it kind of runs the gambit. We rank anywhere in Florida as being uh, at second, as high as second, and as low as 49th. Tell us a little bit about uh, the, the good and maybe the not so good that we, we have going on in our state. All right, so on the good end, I mean, so you mentioned uh, Florida ranks second in what we call the Pell Student Graduation Gap, and that is uh, how well does the uh, do Florida public institutions um, serve folks, you know, students from, uh, from low-income backgrounds. And so the, a low number there or you know, high-ranking correspond with um, their graduation rate not really being any different from the you know, other students as well. So there's a, you know, that's, a, that's a very good, um, very good indicator of serving the students from those backgrounds. Um, as far as affordability goes, Florida has always been uh, a state where uh, we, we, we look to as far as what to do right. You know, they, uh, Florida ranks fourth in uh, our affordability index, so tuition as a percentage of median household income. So in other words, 
uh, tuition in Florida, in-state tuition only comprises about 10% of the state median household income, which is you know, really a lot of value. On the other side, you have uh, the administrator, administrator to professor ratio, uh, where Florida ranks 49th. Um, there are all, over one and a half administrators for every professor on campus. Um, it's so, in other words, there's, there, there are a lot of um, a lot of expenditures that are that are tending towards things that maybe aren't necessarily geared directly toward student education, and it's a signal of budget priorities. Um, you, you really want as much as possible money going towards um, you know, direct education of students, and so that's something that we we look out for. Um, kind of on the flip side, student to faculty ratio. On the other hand, again, Florida ranks. Um, 49th, um, with a with a very high student to faculty ratio. So an indicator that you have, you know, you really do have not enough professors in the classroom to to take on the the the, the really very high student volume in the uh, in the in the state university system. Interesting. How much evidence is there in in terms of outcomes relative at the collegiate level, the student to faculty ratio in particular? Because that one did stick out to me in your research. Right. So, I mean, the, the, it, it, it's, there's no silver bullet indicator for cost or quality. Uh, but, so, but the public is rightly concerned about affordability and where resources are going. And so it's, it's, not, there's, it's not that we're saying there's a direct correlation between what that ratio is and what the outcomes are going to be. I mean, you know, for example, you know, Florida does very well in, in, in graduating students. They're in the, you know, the top 15 or 13th year in, in, in four-year graduation rate. But it, it's, some, it's making sure that these resources are being allocated to things that are directly – or student-related. Sure. And, uh, you know, it, it really is interesting because, I mean, uh, so much of this stuff to us is opaque. And, you know, you, you take a look at this and you can see high levels of intent on where money is being directed to your point. And, uh, you know, th- those priorities, I suppose, are, are priorities that we could address if we're inclined to do so as we're in the state legislative session with our, our state representatives, our, our state senators, as the uh, the case may be. Uh, uh, do you have, like, an overall ranking as to where Florida is across all these categories relative to the country or an, an approximation? So we kept each of these, these, these entities separate just because they're all unique, right? That there's, there's no, and there's no institute, there's no state that has, I think, in the top ten in, in all of these categories. Florida does, I mean, having... You know, five of these metrics be in the top ten is is very encouraging. Um, but you talk about spending, and the, and the one thing about spending is the, the thing to remember is that the governor doesn't set tuition, the legislature doesn't set tuition. These budget decisions are made by boards of trustees, and in Florida also the the state board of governors. And the way that colleges make budget decisions is very confusing to say the least. Um, there's kind of this chicken and egg relationship between figuring out where a school is going to spend its money and how it raises revenue, so setting tuition. And what happens over time. And what's happened is that you've established all these new things on campus year to year that are hard to prioritize and difficult to cut. And that budget number goes up year, you know, again the next year. So no one wants to be, no one on a board of trustees uh, on a public university wants to be the bearer of bad news, right? At the same time, it's not a place, a board of trustees is not a place to make friends. It's a place to make really difficult budget decisions. So um, the important thing is like with, with the, 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 the beauty of the American higher education system is that it's not a federal system or a national system. It is independently run by these lay boards of trustees at all of these thousands of institutions, including um, the boards of trustees of, of, of Florida's public universities. Well, that's really helpful. And again, the website is goacta.org. And if you specifically want to get there, it's goacta.org slash states slash Florida. 
and uh, you can you can check all this stuff out. I, I think it's uh, you know wonderful research that is uh, you, you know it really shines light in areas we haven't seen it before. Armand Alec Bay, the Vice President and Trustee of Government Affairs, American Council of Trustees and Alumni. And uh, by the way, speaking of tuition in particular, in the governor's budget, what he is proposing is uh, you know static, no increases in higher education again uh, for the upcoming budget year. And I'd imagine that the state legislature is going to continue to hold the line there. Well, we will be back with today's Q&A of the day, which is a look inside the FEA and what motivates Florida's public school teachers, how the union plays a role here. That's next at the Brian Mudd Show. He's ready to go 610 WIOD.